It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast for the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, we have plenty to talk about today. Pitt football gets a big commitment over the weekend in Gerard Bub means the Louisiana Tech transfer a wide receiver. We'll talk about what that means, why they did this, and what this could actually mean, why I think this says something about the overall philosophy of Pat Nergis. But we're also going to talk a little bit about Tyquan Underwood and the recruiting he seems to be doing because, folks, it seems big time Right now, we'll also break down Pitt Baseball's resume in terms of what they are looking at right now at the NCAA tournament. Where do they stand? We'll talk about that all coming up today on the Locked On Pit Podcast. Our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. As always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day. If you are watching this, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all that great stuff, turn on the notification bell. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave review, leave some feedback. Always appreciate as much feedback as possible from you great folks out there. Now, folks, today we have a few things to discuss, but first and foremost, Pit football getting another transfer here kind of came out of nowhere we really didn't think that they were going to get a significant transfer and certainly at that not another wide receiver but nonetheless that is what has happened Pitt is in talent acquisition mode and as you look at it right now these talent acquisitions that they continue to make you know Tyler Wiltz Kanata Mumfield Keaton Slovis Shane Simon Plenty of transfers coming into the program this year, and plenty of them going to get some playing time in, on this team. And you're going to see that Pitt, they are trying to get as many quality players as they can. And it seems like they don't really care what position it is. If you're good enough, they're going to come after you. And that's why this is so interesting. Wide receiver. Who actually thought... Pitt needed a wide receiver. Just jumping off the page. Did you think they needed one? I didn't think they did. You look at it, and let's see who they have. Jordan Addison, Jared Wayne, Kanata Mumfield, Jaden Bradley, Jalen Barden. They still have guys behind them. Addison Copeland. Chayna Wabuko will be on campus. Miles Alston's still there. They have guys. So there's depth. But I think Pitt is trying to get as many talented players as they can. Again, Bub Means coming in, and I first of all, all team name, Bub Means. I know Bub is the nickname. His first name is actually Gerard. But Bub Means is a phenomenal name. And here's the thing. When I look at what he brings to the table, wow. 20 yards per catch. You want to talk about explosiveness. Gerard Means is exemplified in explosiveness. This is a guy 
that just takes the top off a of defense. Straight up takes the top off a of defense. And you're talking about a guy that had over, you know, 20, he had 22 receptions on the season. And 13 of them went for 20 or more yards. That means he had 13 explosive catches in 22 receptions. I want to talk about explosive ability. Good Lord. Because that, my friends, that is extremely impressive to me. I mean, seriously. We are talking about something special with that. I get I get it. I get it. You know, you look at Louisiana Tech, and yeah, they don't play great competition, right? The Conference USA, it's not the sexiest conference, that's for sure. But that's impressive regardless. And the speed is there. Coming out of high school, running 4 4 4 40 at 6 2 2 That's good stuff. That's college-level ready frame, and that is elite speed at 6'2". And Pitt's had guys like this in the past because you look at what he brings to the table, what Gerard Means brings to the table, Bob Means, and you, you immediately see that explosiveness, understanding how to stack guys. That's the biggest thing. He understands how to stack guys. He understands how to win at the line of scrimmage. You saw teams get physical with him this year, and he improved on his press coverage skills, you know, working against press, learned how to use his hands, Learned how to really become more of a technician. Now, I think he's still a little tight in the ankles. So I don't love his change of direction right off the rip. So I think running routes is never going to necessarily be his MO. And I would say that because you need that fluidity. You need that special change of direction to become such a great route runner. Kadana Mumfield has elite feet, elite change of direction. Now, I think Means has the explosiveness to do it, but he has this tightness all around his lower half, that's going to inhibit him to a degree. And so that's why I think we should reel this in just a little bit in terms of expectations. But it's undeniable that the stuff he has, he has great ball skills, he has really good body control. And every time you watch him play, he's making plays against press coverage, and that's not an easy trait to find. And Pitt is finding guys that can be press. And I love that. They are finding guys that can play up on the line or off it. And I think where you actually see Means play is in Z slot role. But another guy that can go up and climb the ladder as well and really showcase some fantastic ball skills and and can make these contested catches. He's not just a guy that's going to burn by you. If he has to, he will go up over you. And I think that's very important. Very, very important. Because here's the thing. As a speed guy, if you're not completely elite at running routes and deception, and I don't think Means is. Now, I think Means has good releases, and I think he's really used his hands a lot better, and I think he understands spacing. I think he understands how to stack players. I think he understands how to do all this. But when you don't have elite change of direction like that, it can get you caught up in some areas. And so Means is a really explosive player with kick return experience, really good yak stuff as well. This is good enough. Um, He has good yak stuff, good acceleration. I think his speed's a little bit more build up. I don't think it's initial. 
Um, I think he has good explosiveness, but that acceleration takes two, three, four steps to get going completely. Um, but I, I like what I see out of him. And so there, there are, you know, a few comps that kind of throw out my way. And I want to give Pitt-centric comps. Now, I don't want to say he's completely perfect. He's not completely perfectly akin to eat to each one of these guys. He has certain traits of these guys, but you are looking at the certain vein of a range of outcomes. And these two names are the two names I think fit him best. If you want a, t- a high-end outcome, you're probably talking Greg Lee. This is the type of guy you're talking about. I think anyone would take Greg Lee, like in an, in an instant, right? I mean, it, it's Greg Lee. So, you, you know, you would take Greg Lee in an instant, I think. From both means. That would be great. The other one that kind of jumps out to me as a possibility as another comp is Jester Wea. Um, type of speed, height, weight, speed guys that aren't elite route runners, but guys that understand spacing, can make contested catches, guys that really understand how to use their speed and win at the line of scrimmage. And that's been the biggest thing. That has been the biggest thing to look at when you kind of encapsulate all this together. And I think Bud Means is a talented player. And there's a few reasons why. First of all, the targets that he was getting were all down the field, and they trusted him to win them. And he did it really well. And he's a guy that looks like he has that speed that can translate to the next level, and he has that ability at the line of scrimmage. Stuff with the line of scrimmage, technical stuff with your feet, your hands, that translates, and he has it all. So it's going to translate. And I think it's really good. So he's going to be a quality deep threat here at the ACC level, I truly do believe that I like the addition above me. And so I could see why they went out and got him. But what does this mean for the rest of the core? And overall, does this speak to a philosophy change? And what about Taekwon Underwood and this big recruiting win for him? We will talk about that. But first, folks, I want to remind you about Built Bar. Because do you want a protein bar that is 100% real chocolate, but you still get all the benefits of a usual Protein Bar, well, I got the one for you. It is Built Bar. Have you tried the Built Bar Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They taste like marshmallows. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, just like every Built Bar is. And here's the catch, though. While you get that candy bar taste and that deliciousness of a candy bar with Built Bar, you also get all the benefits of a regular protein bar. It's low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs. High in protein, you get all those health benefits, and you have so many flavors you can choose from, from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and more. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off of your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Folks, if you want to get better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and hated taking pills and vitamins, but you want a supplement that actually tastes great, well, try Athletic Greens AG1. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in one delicious scoop of AG1. It's how you can start your way right and help your better your health, your nervous system, your immune, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, all the things that matter for you to be successful in life. It's a lifestyle-friendly thing. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it can be whatever AG1 is helpful for you. Folks, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nested chemicals, or artificial anything, and it still tastes 
amazing. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements for yourself. So make sure to try AG1. So to make this easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college. Take ownership over your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Locked on Pit Podcast as we're continuing to talk through here a little bit about this commitment of Bub Means to come to the program. And this one is extremely interesting to me because it signals a few things. First of all, why did they add it? Okay, I think one of the things is I think he's just a talent worth having. Explosive receivers are in demand nowadays. And you don't find a ton of explosive receivers because there's just not a lot of guys that can win at a deep level and have this type of speed. You don't find six foot two guys running four fours very often. Those guys don't grow on trees. So anytime you have an opportunity to go get one, well, you get that type of guy. You get that type of athleticism on your roster and you're feeling really good about yourself. And so I think this is part of why you see them bring him in. Also, though, let's remember the injury scare from last year. So many injuries in that receiver room last year. You had Jared Wayne get hurt for a period. You had, you know, Melky Stovall get hurt. Barton and, and Mack missed significant time. You see all these guys get hurt and hurt, and it just adds up eventually. You see Tipton get banged up. Thompson gets banged up. Big Kirk gets banged up. Like, all these guys get banged up up and down the depth chart. And eventually it just becomes, okay, man. I mean, we have to have better depth. And so you see this. This is building depth, first of all. So who's going to replace, if Jalen Byrne gets hurt, who's going to replace him as the speed threat? Or Bub Means gets hurt, whoever wins that battle. Who's going to replace who? One of the two, right? So now you have three real speed threats with Noapuko coming in. And so you have depth across all positions. So now you needed that other Z. You didn't really necessarily have a ton of depth at the former Taysier Max spot. And this was one aspect you felt Pitt missing just a little bit. And, and, you know, Pitt's offense was great last year, regardless of it. But when they lost Taysier Mack, they lost a little bit of magnetism deep. They lost a little bit of explosiveness. Now, they also lost Jalen Barden, who could have added that, but they never really had that. So you're seeing a refocus of speed here. Kadana Mumfield can really run. Now, he's a bit more of a technician three-level threat. He can win deep. He's not a pure technician to win deep, though. You know, that's not his 100% game. He can do it, but it's not his 100% thing. 
You know, so we're talking about deep threats here. Bub Means, Jalen Barton, Chayna Wabuko. Wabuko can do a little bit more, I think, underneath in those areas. Um, and probably the fastest of all the three of them, to be quite honest with you. But now they have three legitimate, very fast dudes that can just take the top off your defense. And I think that's really something that's interesting. Because when you actually kind of scan over what this means, and I think what it means overall is Pitt's trying to become explosive and stay explosive. Because when you lost you when you lost Stovall, Mack, and Barton all at once, yeah, the explosiveness in the offense was essentially through Jordan Addison. And he could obviously do it. He's great, and Kenny Pickett helped out. But as much talent as you can have there, as much explosiveness as you can have in that offense, you need. And this is part of Pat Narduzzi, I think, looking around and realizing – what is the best teams doing in, in the landscape of football right now? They're all explosive. They're all explosive. It doesn't matter if that's through the run game or through the passing game, but they're all explosive. Look at Alabama, and they are the blueprint, right? Bama is the blueprint. You look at guys like Jamison Williams, John Mechie, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, uh, all these guys, Jerry Judy, all these guys. And you're probably going to see Tyler Harrell out of the, that list this year. You see all these guys come through Tuscaloosa and they're big play machines. And explosiveness is one of the biggest things that makes Bama so so hard to play, right? They're obviously great, but if they weren't explosive, they'd be a lot more easier to manage because they could score in a hurry on you. And that's always been the thing. LSU, when they were great, obviously, having Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson, and Terrace Marshall all on the same team helps. But those are three explosive receivers, right? Explosiveness wins. You need explosiveness. Teams that win are explosive. I'll even look at Michigan State. When they came back against Pitt, you saw some a few really big plays from Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor that took chunk plays. Chunk plays are the M.O. of the game today. I think Pat Narduzzi is looking around realizing it and saying, man, we're going to get as much speed in this room, we're going to be as explosive as possible, and we're going to make sure we can score in bunches and we can score fast. I think it's a really smart decision. I think, you know, this is Narduzzi suddenly adjusting the things and making this offense as explosive as possible. He's going to make sure last year wasn't a one-hit one. I think it's really smart to bring in a guy like Means for that. And so Tyquan Underwood seems to be kind of looking at that. And let's talk about Tyquan Underwood because, my goodness, he seems to be one of the ace recruiters right now that I have seen come through a pit as a newcomer. You talk about guys that are really just following him wherever he goes. I mean, they got Hakeem Williams up here. They got Santana Fleming up here for visits from this. I mean, this is some special stuff, right? This is some really special stuff. When we're actually looking at what he's done, you're talking about the, the relationship he's already built with guys that were previously being recruited by Brendan Marion. You know, guys like Rodney Gallagher, for example. And you see some of the guys he has helped already bring to campus, like Hakeem Williams, like Santana Fleming, these high-rated four-star Florida dudes. And then he's getting other guys in here that just love him. His energy as a recruiter has to be infectious because he's a hard worker. He's relentless. And every single recruit you talk to about him that has, that recruits them 
absolutely loves this guy. They absolutely love this guy. He is 100% just there. And he is such a good recruiter. He's a hard worker, relentless. And the guy seemed to buy his message. Because it's not easy you get borderline five stars on Pitt's campus. I know they won the ACC championship. But it's not easy. It's really not. It's a hard thing to do. And so getting this going, it's really impressive to watch what he's building here. You know, Zion Fowler, Pitt's wide receiver commit in 2023, already loves the guy. And so Tyquan Underwood seems to be putting in a lot of work on their cream trip. I'm really excited to see who he can possibly land here in 2023 and 2024 moving forward. I think a lot to be excited about for Tyquan Underwood and the staff. Folks, now let's shift over to Pitt baseball. They beat Miami yesterday, but where are they looking in the tournament picture? But first, let me let you know about Bet Online because BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. BetOnline is your continuous source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website to use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We're continuing to talk about Pit Baseball here as Pit Baseball is rounding itself into May here soon. They still have one more series, North Carolina AT coming up for the Panthers next weekend, uh, which will be certainly interesting at that. This is one that they probably should win. It's out of conference. It's not a great North Carolina AT team either. But you look at what they've done so far in the ACC season, and I think this is really something that we have to talk about at this point because Pitt has not made the NCAA tournament in baseball in 27 years, folks. 27 years. It's been a really long time. A really long time for Pitt. And so this is one they really need to crack here. They You thought they would do it last year, and then they were snubbed, and everyone thought they were snubbed. You know, everyone you talked to was like, man, they should have made it. They had the resume for it. They had everything for it. And so the fact that they didn't make it, it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. But this year, they're back in it against all odds. I don't know if anyone thought that with all the pitching, but they're here. They're ready for it. And so their resume is looking strong now. They beat Miami today 9-4. to That's the number five team in the nation. Yes, they lost the first two games, and, and you had two brutal losses this week in extra innings to WVU at PNC Park and then down in Coral Gables on a just absolute gem by Matt Gilbertson. It just didn't feel like they had the, the pop in the lineup this week. 
Um, it really didn't until today where they really got a lot of production from the bottom half of that order. Jordan Anderson had two RBIs over Beak, had a few hits. Pope did a really nice job turning over. And I thought Brock Franks also has given some nice ad pop there. But still, they are not in full strength yet. They still could use Kyle Hess back, CJ Funk, whenever. I wouldn't expect Sky Duff to be back. Just saying. Don't get your hope up, hopes up on that one. But... Regardless, this team has some really promising things going for it. Tommy Tavares continues to hit the cover off the baseball. Tatum Lemons is a stud. All this is true. And they have two really good stars in Corcoran and, and Gilbertson. Now that third starter is going to have to be figured out. Logan Evans has not been good recently. And Jonathan Batista and Tyler Kennedy have looked solid in recent weeks. Uh, so maybe you shake that up. We'll see. The bullpen still isn't super deep. Baron Stewart's kind of having to shoulder the brunt of everything. And so that's something to really think about as well. But the tournament conversation, I mean, when we get to that, Pitt is right in, right in there. The RPI is up to 40. And so you climb up to RPI rankings. And at this point, Pitt's looking solid. Having that 40th RPI it's a good number, a really good number for Pitt. And having that overall is going to help them as they try to surge forward, right? Now being all the way up to 40, you have a program that continues to just rise. They have risen every single step of the way, every single step of the way. Pitt has continuously gone up, 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 and up. This is a team that has to feel really good about where it is. 10 and 10 in the ACC, 6 and 6 against the top 25 teams, 9 and 10 against, you know, quadrant one teams is what it is. You wish you were a little bit better than 6 and 4 against the Q4 teams. Strength of schedule, though, is at 27, so that's working in their favor. But they have some really good things working for them. And some of their wins. They have some really big Q1 wins. And this is where Pitt's going to have the benefit of the doubt. Because when you look at their 40 RPI, not many teams can match this resume. Nine Q1 wins is really high for them. And they have opportunities to pick up more of those. They have plenty of opportunities to pick up even more of those. They're going to have opportunities to pick up wins against Notre Dame, for example, who ranks number two in RPI. They just picked up a win against the number seven RPI team. They won the series against number 17 RPI Virginia. So they have won against some really good teams. They took a win from number 23 RPI, Virginia Tech. So they have a win against number 33 West Virginia. Louisville is one above them at 39. They won that series as well. So Pitt has a few things working for them. The resume, the Quadrant 1 wins are really impressive. That's going to be something that has to, in my opinion, work in their favor. And you also look at what we just said. A win over the number 5 team, a win over the current number 8 team, series wins over the 11th and 16th ranked teams in the nation, and a win over West Virginia, who is right there with that. 
And so this is really looking like a team that if they take care of business and now they have to take care of business, this is the path they have to take. They have to beat NCANC. They have to take care of business against Duke. You would like for them, if possible, you know, Pitt. And their schedule against Notre Dame, it's a little rough. I understand it. Going on the road to South Bend, that's not going to be an easy series. They also play Oakland's. You would like Pitt to win those games. But they go on the road, play three against Notre Dame. Would like to see them win that series, but taking one of them would work there. They also go to Morgantown. Would like to see them win that one. They have to take care of business against Penn State. And then you play Georgia Tech, and you feel like Pitt should hopefully take that one too, two to one. And so Pitt, at the end of this, very possible if they go 2-1, 1-2-2-1, something like that. That would leave them in a very interesting situation. Because that would leave them, at the current time, at 15 and 14 in conference. And so that would put them above 500, depending on who they beat, who they lose to. You could slot in quadrant one, whatever, but their RPI would probably be pretty high. They have an opportunity to, to, to really jilt this RPI up as far as into the top 20 if things go right for them. And so Pitt has a lot of opportunities to win. They need to get healthy. They have a few things to work for, but their resume keeps getting better. And this could really be the year that Pitt cracks that case and makes the NCAA tournament. After everything happens, obviously they still have stuff going for them in the ACC tournament, so they could potentially showcase there and add a little bit more to their resume. Probably should add a little bit more to their resume, but this is a team that could really make some noise and I think could make that NCAA tournament. I think it could. They are putting themselves into a really nice position here as May comes right around the corner. All right, folks, as always, thank you for listening to the Locked on Pit podcast. We'll be back talking Kenny Pickett this week. It's draft week, so it is Kenny Pickett week, of course. It'll all be there, folks. We will talk to multiple NFL teams. I will talk to you about guys from the Locked on Podcast Network with these NFL teams respectively we will talk about Kenny's fits we will talk about all of that it's coming up I will talk about where I think he ends up going we will do everything possible to cover Kenny Pickett's journey to the NFL draft this week it's all coming up on Lockdown Pit Podcast folks as always thank you for listening and as always hail to Pitt hey Prime members you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music download the Amazon Music app today